Marietta back here at the Marriott Center in Provo for BYU and Colorado College postgame. Final score is BYU 95 and Colorado College 35. The Cougars win it by a clean 60. Tonight's basketball game brought to you in part by Smith's. Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online, then pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash click list for details. BYU by 60 as the Cougars shoot 52% from the field, 41% from three, 78 from the stripe. The Tigers shoot 24, 24, and 43% respectively. Let's take a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery. Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. And Mark, when you look at tonight's box score, what do you discover? I see rebounds, Greg. 55 to 24. BYU out-rebounded Colorado College by 31 in this game, Greg. That's... I mean, you're going to win. You're going to win by 60 if you rebound some by 31. They were clearly outmatched. But uh, just a quick thought on on that. A lot of times, when when you are so dominant over a team, you can uh, you can be selfish. Uh, you can do things you other, otherwise wouldn't do. But I thought BYU really played within the offense. I think that that mindset is really sinking in with these guys to play the way the coaches want them to play and. Even though they had that huge victory, I mean, they they played the right way, which I thought was cool. All right, that's our new skin, Data Discovery. Individual numbers of note, five Cougars in double figures tonight. Zach Selyus with 19, TJ Haas 13, Elijah Bryant 12, Yoli Childs 11, Josh Shear Hardnet 11, Dalton Nixon comes up with nine, Worthington six, four for KB, four for PD, four for ET, and Ryland Bergeson with with two tonight, 95 for BYU. 35 for the Tigers. None of them get to double figures. Nine points Martin, eight points Hauska, six points Black, five points Roth, three for Young, twos for Stem, and four Jonas. Gave you the shooting numbers. BYU 19, ass- uh, 19 assists and six turnovers. Colorado College six assists, 11 turnovers. BYU two blocks and three steals. And Colorado College one block and three steals. Miscellaneous categories. BYU plus 20 in the paint, plus 13 off of turnovers, plus 14 second chance, plus 10 fast break, plus 30 off the bench. Leading rebounder for BYU, Yoli Childs. He gets a double-double, a yo-yo as Mark calls it, 11 points, 17 rebounds. Leading assist man for BYU, four guys with three, Bryant, Childs, Hawes, and Worthington. For Colorado College, leading rebounder, Black with seven. Leading assist man, Hauska with three. BYU 95, Colorado College 35. That is our final. So in all three exhibition games, BYU shoots 50% or better. And in all three exhibition games, the opponent shoots under 40% in all three. This was an important game for BYU because it was a little different look defensively. Uh, Colorado College went to a zone. Tried to take away Yoli, and teams are going to try and do that. BYU's got to be better from the three-point line. I thought they were terrific. Missed their first five or six, and then shot lights out. And then it kind of comes down, back down a little bit towards the end of the game. But uh, showing that they've got a lot of different weapons, and different guys step up at different times. Eli was really good, and Yoli was, I mean, this that's a good box score for BYU. Really balanced. And uh, if they can have that kind of balance and uh, have different threats, that's very hard to, to game plan against. I, I really, Greg, I really like what I saw in the exhibition season. A lot of times I can't say that. A lot of times it looks sloppy and disorganized. There's no chemistry. But all those things were excellent for BYU in the preseason. Now, we'll see when you're playing against the Alabamas of the world rather than the Colorado Colleges. But uh, you can play who you play, and they they looked really good playing who they played. 
Good start to the season and this exhibition season for BYU. Postgame coverage continues from courtside here at the Marriott Center. Jason Shepard's coming up next, though, with all the scores and more in Cougar Postgame Live. So, Shep is next and back to us here in Provo. BYU 95, Colorado College 35, our final. You heard it right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. To Nick Open 3 takes it. Makes it Nick Emery. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU eking out the win over Colorado College. The final from the Marriott Center, 95 to 35. Zach Selius leading all BYU scores, well, leading all scores with 19 points, 13 points for TJ Haas, Elijah Bryant with 12. Jasheer Hardnett with 11, Yoli Childs with 11, an all-around fantastic evening for BYU as they wrap up exhibition play. They'll be back in action on Saturday night hosting Mississippi Valley State, first game of the regular season. Let's update you on what's going on in the NBA tonight. One game, excuse me, two games currently going on, one in the fourth quarter, just under 10 minutes to go in Phoenix, Miami, with a 101-86 to lead over the Phoenix Suns. The other game in Oakland, Golden State Warriors hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Two really good offenses. Quite honestly, two really good teams in the Western Conference. 3.37 to go in the first quarter. It is the Timberwolves with an early two-point lead at 14-12. to Everything else in the NBA is a final. The Detroit Pistons continue to impress early on in the season. They win at home over Indiana 114-97. to Eight and three overall. The Detroit Pistons Five and one at home. The Orlando Magic also playing well early on in the NBA season. They improved to seven and four on the season with a 112 to 99 victory at home over the New York Knicks. And kind of the game of the night for the most part, Lakers Celtics. Usually, when you say Lakers and Celtics, you're kind of expecting this battle. Actually, a closer game than you would expect. Celtics kind of running away with this early, but the Lakers fought their way back, mostly behind the play of Julius Randle. He finished with 16 points, 12 rebounds, and 2 assists, but the Celtics do end up winning by 11, 107 to 96. The surprise stat line, Aaron Baines leading the way with 21 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. There are three college football games uh, on the schedule tonight, all three games in the MAC, two are finals. It was Western Michigan defeating Kent State 48 to 20, and Ohio at home defeating Toledo by a score of 38 to 10. One of those games still going on. You can actually check it out on ESPNU if you'd like. If you're looking for a little college football itch tonight to scratch, how about Central Michigan with a 35 to 24 lead over Eastern Michigan? Nine and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Coming up next, a preview of BYU football in Las Vegas. Your final tonight from the Marriott Center. Cougars wrapping up exhibition play. They go to 3-0 and with a 95-35 to victory over Colorado College. We'll have more coming up next. This is Cougar Post Game Live, and you're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Your final tonight from the Marriott Center. BYU wins going away over Colorado College. Your final 95-35. to The Cougars wrapping up exhibition play. A perfect 3-0. They'll be back uh, on the Marriott Center floor coming up Saturday night hosting Mississippi Valley State Game 1 of the regular season. A day before Friday night, BYU football heading to Las Vegas for a matchup against UNLV. The Cougars coming off a loss at Fresno State last Saturday night. They lost more than just the game. In the game at Fresno, Tanner Mangum ruptured his Achilles. He is done for the year. This week, head coach Kalani Satake announced that there is an open competition for the starting quarterback job, Bo Hodge. Joe Critchlow and Cody Wilstead are all in the mix. Ty Detmer was asked what they're looking for in terms of making that decision. You know, we're evaluating all the guys, and with Bo, you know, we, he hasn't been 100%, you know, um, really since Utah State or before Utah State game. So we're going to want to make sure he's right. You know, with, with Joe and, and Cody's up at this point in the season, you kind of want to see where guys are and uh, and get an evaluation on on some of them. But we got to play the guy that we feel like is going to win the game for us too. You know, that's that's first and foremost. So we're just you know evaluating that situation and, and see where it falls come uh, Friday night. Certainly, the big question heading into that game is who will start at quarterback. You would certainly assume that if, uh, if Bo Hodge is healthy, as, as Ty Detmer mentioned, um, that, that he would at least have a leg up. He's been uh, the player that's had most of the reps this year. Uh, but again, it all depends on his health and, uh, and what, the, what the coaching staff are looking to do over these final three games. Friday night's game at Sam Boyd Stadium expected to kick off at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 8.30 p.m. Mountain. Pre-game coverage here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network will begin at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Before we go any further, let's quickly pause 10 seconds for stay identification on the new skin BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. All right, that's going to be a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Provo. BYU beats Colorado College 95-35, to and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. An efficient effort from the BYU basketball Cougars tonight as uh, in a lower possession game in the 60s, BYU scores in the 90s. That's a good sign. BYU wins at 95-35 over Colorado College. D3 visitors uh, get uh, run away from in this game. The Cougars uh, pulling away with a 47-21 second half after winning the first half 48-14. Our guest here on the Cougar Locker Room Show is Zach Selyus, BYU's leading scorer tonight. 19 points, 6 of 9 from 3, adding an assist in 18 minutes of play so more than a point per minute for Zach who is with us after some time away. Zach welcome back. Thanks thanks for having me. Good to see you again and I, and I, I mentioned that you look maybe like a little bigger than when you left as a freshman and, and one of the coaches said you actually did grow an inch is that true? Yeah that is true a little so, bit bigger. Just a little bit bigger uh, 
and uh, the shot still looks just as good, Mark. That's what we said uh, on the air tonight. Yeah. One of the smoothest shots. I compared you to Andy Toulson. You probably don't even remember Andy Toulson. He's a little before your time. But uh, go back and watch some film. One of the great BYU (laughs) players. Very similar, smooth, beautiful shots. Good to see you again. Oh, thank you. Different looking looking team than the one you left a little bit. Uh, What from before seemed very familiar, and what's new to you? Um, well, we've kind of changed it, you know, with uh, new coaching staff, you know, new players. You know, we don't have any seniors. We have one freshman. Um, it's just different because we're running different defense, different offense, but it's still BYU basketball. We're still going out. We're scoring, but now we're just going out and trying to focus more on defense and try to get stops. On your mission, how much time did you get, uh, Is the, you know, the typical one day a week, put a few shots up, or was it a pretty regular thing or irregular for you on the mission? Um, no, we, we'd go on P-Day, we'd go and play basketball at a church or something, and then we actually taught a lot of people at the junior colleges, and we'd go play pickup with them throughout the week, so that was pretty fun. Cool. What was the, uh, program to get back in shape for you? What, give us an idea of your summer, and, you know, are you lifting weights? What, what's the, what's the schedule for someone like you coming back off the mission? Um, it just kind of is slow. You know, you kind of come back and try to get a feel of everything, you try to, you know, get back into the motions of basketball and working out and trying to, you know, get your body back into that kind of shape. And then you kind of go from there. You just go one step at a time. What did coaches want to get done tonight against this particular team? Final score notwithstanding, what did you want to accomplish and did it get done tonight? Um, We just wanted to go out there and guard, you know, be able to guard them and to be able to kind of hold them and be able to focus on defense the most. And so, you know, we feel like we did a good job. Now we just got to keep going and keep being able to guard people. Zach Selyus with us, 19 points to lead BYU tonight. We'll take a break, come back with some closing comments from Zach as we continue. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show, BYU 95, Colorado College 35, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, to the back courtside here at the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Greg and Mark with Zach Selyus during Zach's freshman season. He shot 50% from the arc on the year. A little better than that tonight, 6 of 9 from distance. Zach, you had uh, scored 8 points in the previous two exhibition games, 19 points tonight. How much of that was you getting a start, playing a little more, and how much was just maybe getting into the flow after a couple of games and, and having it come more to you? Um, yeah, it was definitely just being able to kind of get everything figured out, try to get my mind back into playing basketball, playing a real game and not just practicing, and then being able to just have that confidence again. Does it matter to you, start or bench? No, not at all. Just being able to go out there and win is the best thing. You know, just being able to help the team, you know, just energy, you know, to be able to have the crowd into it and everything is the best. I mentioned Andy Toulson. Uh, you reminded me of him. I know you don't know him, but what are some players that you kind of grew up watching and that you kind of tried to model your game a- after, if any? Um, there's a lot of guys. Um, I really loved, like, watching, like, Kyle Korver, you know, being able to, like, kind of do that. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, you know, those kind of people, and also Kevin Durant. And I just really liked watching, you know, kind of anyone that is a good shooter. You said you've grown an inch. So is six seven where you're at right now? Is that is that a good official height for you, more or less? Um, six eight. Six eight. So we better be, we do need to move it up by by, by a notch. All right. Uh, th- this is a game that uh, again you win kind of going away. It's a D3 team and all, and it's only exhibition. But it, I get the sense that there's a good 
um, chemistry and vibe, and you get a sense of who your main contributors are right now, and, and I feel like you're already into a pretty good flow, even though you haven't played a regular season game yet. How much of that's an accurate impression based on how you're viewing it? Um, yeah, it, this team has been able to go through from June all the way until now to be able to get together and being able to go through pretty hard practices and, you know, probably long days in the gym and you know we're always together and so that kind of chemistry has helped us a lot and been able to kind of come out here and take every game like it's a big game what's more important maybe to to you as players or to Heath Schroyer the coaching staff the fact that BYU shot 50 percent or better in all three exhibition games or the fact that no one got to 40 percent against you from the field in all three exhibition games um that's big for us because I feel like we're our good scoring team, good shooting team, but then being able to hold them down as being able to do that so that we can, you know, kind of pick up our defense and being able to do that so we can get further and being able to win more games. Okay, last thing. When you were gone last year and you heard uh, reports of how the team was doing and the things they went through, the ups and downs, what were your thoughts as you were away from the team uh, knowing they weren't reaching the goals they had for themselves last year? Um, I was just kind of... You know, supporting them from a distance as much as I could. You know, just being able to kind of email, you know, with different guys, being able to kind of talk about it, just kind of, you know, I was just there for them whenever they needed it and whenever I could be, and that's kind of really it. There was you, you hurt your shoulder in your freshman year. There was some talk about it needing to get kind of back into into a good shape for your sophomore year. Is that pretty much all free and clear? Feeling good that way? Yeah, you know, been able to work on it and. We're still to this day keep on rehabbing it and been able to do stuff like that. And so it's just a working progress, and it's still just kind of getting it to 100%. No setbacks, though? You feel like it's developing well? Yeah, it's doing great. All right, regular season Saturday. How pumped are you to get this thing going for real here? Oh, I'm so excited. We are, too. Zach, good to see you out there playing well and having you back in the, in the program. Well, thanks for having me. All right, that's Zach Selyus. We'll come back with Coach Dave Rose and the opposing coach's comments, too, as we continue. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show, and this is the BYU New Skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here to the Marriott Center. Almost uh, 12,000 fans on hand tonight to watch BYU defeat Colorado College by a score of 95-35. to 35. BYU 19 assists, uh, six turnovers, one of the uh, many sets of impressive numbers for the Cougars tonight. The head coach, the Cougs, Dave Rose, with us now courtside. Dave, I hope you're uh, overall very pleased with what you saw tonight because that was a pretty complete effort. I, I think that uh, probably the most impressive number, I mean, we, we did some really good things defensively, but you score 90-plus points. 40-minute game, and you only turn the ball over six times. That, that means that I think that you're starting to have a better understanding of what we want to do and how we want to do it. They're, they're, it's, this is not a real athletic team that's going to really pressure you. They're playing zone. But a lot of times in zone, you try to do too much, and you, you overpass sometimes. You, but the, but the only, turn, only turn the ball over six times, that means you're getting a lot of attempts you know, at the rim and uh, – Shoot 51% from the field, uh, and and you know we played a lot of guys. I, th- I thought that that you know we talked about this 
you know, earlier this afternoon about what I really wanted to do tonight was to get a lot of guys out on the floor, and you don't know how it's how it's going to play out, but I thought that defensively we we kept them in a really difficult spot. They they didn't get a lot of open shots, and they didn't get a lot of good looks. They had they had a lot of challenge shots, and they didn't go in. And then they and then shots I think they normally make don't go in because they don't have any confidence and uh that that's a, a really good defensive effort and and I, I liked the real uh difference between the game last Wednesday and this Wednesday is that second half we kept that same um you know kind of uh determination to actually make them shoot mid-range shots take away the three don't let them get the layup don't foul them and when you go through the game and the team only shoots seven free throws against you uh, when you're talking about the real things that are important for us defensively, one of them is to not foul, not put them at the free throw line. Uh, we executed some, pr- some pretty good things tonight. The 95 points come in a 68 possession game. And so those six turnovers result to a, to a turnover rate under 9%. If you're under 10% in turnover rate, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and we're still, we still played pretty fast, and we – uh, we took advantage of uh, some opportunities in, in transition. But I think this team, the real strength of this team, uh, will be that we're a good transition team, but then we're a great half-court executing offensive team. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Coach, a lot of uh, focus on defense. A lot of the guys that come on with us talk about the defense and how important that is for you guys. Of course, it's always important. But what, what are you doing this year that – you're kind of reinforcing that with the guys and maybe some of the things you're trying to accomplish. Well, I, th- I think the, the the number one, you know, change if you're talking about something that's that's different in mindset for these guys is we're not just trying to contest three-point shots. We're trying to actually eliminate them to get guys to dribble off that line and and then try to make a tough shot, a 12, you know, to 12-footer, an 8-footer, a 7-footer, 15-foot shot. The percentages of those actually hurting you over the course of a full game uh, that's the lowest percentage shot, and, and and so that's what we're trying to do. Keep them off the free throw line, don't let them get to the rim, and then run them off the three point line where they don't shoot a lot. And and tonight they got 17 threes, which is probably a number that that we can live with. I'd say you know maybe a lot of those came late too, because I yeah. noted how few they'd taken. And 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 it was our guys are, I, I just think that they're they're executing the the, the actual system of. And we've changed it. We're not, you know, when, when people dribble the drive to the middle of the floor, we're, we're staying home on three-point shooters and we're trying to, you know, ride them and make them take a challenge two and then kind of live with that. There's a lot of shots that, that teams, will, I mean, that players will make in practice against us, and, and the line is just, hey, we'll live with that. We'll live with that shot, challenged, tough, difficult, two-pointer. And uh, I think that's one of the big differences that, uh, and tonight I, I really believe that, they took a lot of difficult shots. I mean, shots that were, you know, you've, you've got to really have um, a, a skilled, talented offensive game to make a lot of those mid-range floaters on the move with a guy side contesting you. And uh, I, was, I, was, I was happy with the, how that stayed consistent the whole game. Dave, you guys missed your first six threes, and then you went 50% the rest of the way from three, 13 for 26. First TJ got you going. And then when Zach started hitting, yeah. man, it was just like his freshman year again. Yeah, thank goodness that TJ hit the first one because it, it looked like, <laughs> you know, and the way they they were the way they were playing us. Obviously, they saw the film with Westminster, and Yoli had his way inside, and so they were giving him a guy and a half, and most of the times two guys. That left that corner three wide open, and and 
they're playing zone and you know if if the things going inside outside side to side you know to high post to the opposite side we, you got to take those shots i mean that's that's what they're kind of daring you to do and uh and when Tej hit the first one it's it's it just kind of kind of you know settled everybody down and then we we, we got going pretty good and and hopefully, you know, if teams want to zone us, hopefully that we'll get, we can get those kind of shots. And if not, if they're going to spread that zone out, then our inside guys should be able to uh, get one-on-one coverage. And, and usually that's the whole point of a zone is to kind of, you know, double team with a guy and a half or something on those inside guys to take those shots away. And if that's what they want to do, then we need to just be, you know, really confident and pop those three-pointers. Dave, Yoli's look excellent. What about... His complimentary player, Luke and Peyton and Dalton, uh, what, maybe comment on how those guys are prog- progressing, and is, is that kind of how you want to go with two guys, or maybe put Zach in it before? I mean, what, yeah, I, well, I, I think that uh, that question is probably to be answered as as we start playing and we see matchups and we see which guys are ready uh, for you know lack of a better word for, you know, prime time, you know, uh, minutes. And, and hopefully it's it can be like it was tonight where everybody gets a, a chance and we can play a lot of guys and a lot of guys can, can contribute. But that that's probably uh, you know, going to shrink a little bit as far as the, the amount of minutes that some guys get and then more minutes for others. But Yo's going to like playing on this team. Okay? And the reason he's going to like playing on this team is because I think we got really good shooters that are going to make – team spread out and guard us but our other post guys are really complimentary to him because they're physical guys and they're they're going to knock guys around which will allow yo with his athleticism and his length to be able to go rebound i mean you look at his rebounding numbers in these three exhibition games it's not it's not by accident i mean he's got these complimentary guys that are really physical and then he's it's allowing yo to go kind of grab that thing and uh i think that's a that's a, a, a that's a really good place for our team to be Dalt is has come home ready to play and off his mission and Luke is a real physical guy a really good defensive player that can fix things but actually gets a body on guys when that shot is, is put up and and if Yo's only you know rebounding one-on-one with his guy you know he's going to be he's going to be at the, the advantage most of the time because that's one of the, the things he does really well Yo with 50 rebounds in the three exhibition wins. We'll come back with the coach's closing comments. BYU 95, Colorado College 35 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Five Cougars in double figures tonight, led by uh, Zach Selyus's 19 points. Really balanced line. You guys guys with 13, 12, 11, 11, a 9 in there. A Yoli double-double, or as Mark calls it now, a yo-yo. A yo-yo <laughs> with a double-double. Uh, 11 and 17 tonight. And among the guys uh, making plays, contributing tonight, were a couple of newcomers uh, to your roster, Joshier Hardnett and uh, Kajon Brown, Coach. Yeah, I thought that uh, Joshier probably played as confident as any game he's, we've had as far as the three. I mean, tonight he, he felt really comfortable, in, uh, especially on the defensive end. He, he got over those screens and, uh, you know, and really caused kind of havoc, got a big steal. But I think he's a guy that uh, we'll see a lot of minutes from. You know, KB is uh, – I was happy for him tonight because he, he got in there and, and uh, got to play 18 minutes. And those minutes, we can, we can show him film and how he's developing. I think defensively he's – 
he's just uh, he's a guy who can really help our, our, our team and with his size and his athleticism and and hopefully he can you know start to catch on with our concepts as far as on the offensive end but uh, I like both those two guys I think they'll be a really big part of the success of our team I asked you about the the defensive approach but what about offense you said you wanted to be an excellent half court off offensive team what are some things you're you're looking at accomplishing there well, I think the most important thing is we've been a really good first side team. And what I mean by that is we come down and that, that we get the ball on one side and that we score a lot of points over the years, you know, f- from that first side. I, I think that uh, when we get into, you know, some, the, you know, really grinded out tough games, we need to get to the second side and then back to the third side and, and you kind of soften them up a little bit. Um, and I, I think that's a big big emphasis for us is to um to be you know good on the first side but to be great on the second and third side to get that ball turned and and make teams guard you and get in a stance and stay down there and wear them out a little bit grind the game uh, and and we we just want to find that that combination that fits good for us and i think you you saw tonight you know a couple times we got that thing up quick got a guy to the corner and uh, got up a quick shot and made quite a few of them, you know, tonight in transition. And, and that needs to be uh, a staple for us. But uh, I really want to get better as the clock runs down and we execute and can you know, be just be a better point per, per possession team. All right, exhibition season is done for the season, Dave. Uh, Mississippi Valley State comes in Saturday for the regular season opener, and they usually spend all of November and all of December <laughs> on the road, and they'll do that again this year. Uh, they'll, they'll be the first. You'll be the first of three Utah games they'll play. They'll play here, then at the U, and then Utah State. Uh, you've seen them before here in this building, but uh, they'll come in. And uh, once they got to league last year, they won a few games. But, man, they, that, that preseason grind is a grind for them. And, and this is a new team. I think they only have one or two guys back, and it's a very athletic team. They're going to play fast. They're going to be ath- uh, physically strong, athletic guys. I think rebounding will be a real key. We've had the advantage in all three of these games, rebounding the ball, and that's going to be a big factor uh, in our game on Saturday night. I, I also think that our ability – to be able to individually guard the ball, they're, they're, they're going to drive it, and they're going to drive it right at us. And we've got to be, you know, that's, that's you know, traditionally a weakness for us. And we, we can't, you know, get way too much help because then you're giving up the three-point shots that we're trying to take away from people. So we're going to have to, we're going to see a bunch of guys that are going to put their head down and, and penetrate this thing. And it, hopefully we can uh, we can contain it and, and have the same concept uh, you, you, the mindset in, in, in guarding with concepts as we did tonight. I mean, we were good for 40 minutes tonight. We didn't have very many lulls where they just, I think they hit back-to-back threes and one possession in the second half. But other than that, I thought that our guys were really, you know, they were, they were challenged to make them make tough shots, and I think they were taking tough shots. Are you as excited to start your 13th season as you have been any season this here at BYU? This will be fun. This will be really good. I, 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 uh, I like the group. I like how the players kind of complement each other. I like how our how physical our post guys are, and I, I think we've got uh, some some real uh, some real talent. It's a young group, and, and and we won't talk about that because that's that the expectation for this young group is to be really old and to be really good. And so, uh, you know, hopefully we can we can jump on this, get a good start, and then build on it. Excited for Saturday. Dave, thank you. We'll see you on the weekend. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back here from the uh, Tigers head coach and wrap things up here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
All right, so back courtside here at the Marriott Center, BYU 95, Colorado College 35. Our final score, the head coach of the Tigers is Andy Partee, and our intern Tanner, that's Tanner Wilkinson, got with Coach Partee after the game a few moments ago to get his post-game thoughts, and here they are. Uh, you know, I would have liked to see a little bit more fight in my guys. Um, you know, last Saturday uh, I saw a lot of promising things uh, playing against UC Colorado Springs, uh, especially when we battled back from you know, 19 down and uh, showed a lot of heart. Um, uh, I saw that just from a couple of guys tonight, but I didn't see that collectively. Um, of course, shots weren't falling, so that makes it even difficult. But, uh, you know, this is a great team. You know, I think our guys learned a lot in terms of, you know, intensity, you know, how hard you have to play at this level. Uh, and if we could transfer that in our practices at our level, I think we'll be pretty decent. What's the biggest takeaway from this game in terms of what you need to improve on, what you do need to implement in a practice setting? Uh, you know, one of the things you can't duplicate is, uh, and I can't pull a child's off the street and put it in my practice. Uh, you know, post defense is not going to be, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to mirror that kind of post presence in our practice. But, uh, you know, a lot of things our bigs can learn in terms of, you know, you know post ups, reverse seals, which you know, BYU does so well. Um, you know, gang rebounding. Um, you know, I, I just, just the pace of the game itself uh, is something that uh, our guys really had to adjust to. But uh, you know, overall, it's just intensity on both sides of the ball. You know, defensively, offensively. How, you know, how hard you got to make a cut just to even catch the ball to in, enter offense. You know, so. Uh, but I, you know, I think our guys knew that coming in because of our experience here four years ago. Um, you know, and I think. Um, you know, the days that we walk on the court thinking that we're going to practice like a D3 team, i got film right now to say, hey, no, you got to go beat this team who had to fight tooth and nail, you know, just to score 35 points, you know. You guys run a 2-3 defense for the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Is that a season-long thing you're planning on or more Situation. designed for BYU? It's situational. It's something that uh, I've, always, uh, I've always wanted to be this coach that was unpredictable in terms of, you know, uh, defense uh, as well as offense. Our style of play on the offensive side is not uh, totally predictable. Uh, but defensively, uh, I like breaking a rhythm. You know, I don't like you to know what's coming next possession and you know how to pre-plan a set play based on what you've seen uh, in, in consecutive possessions defensively. So um, sometimes that may screw up our own guys, but uh, uh, it's, for me, in my experience, it's been known to break the rhythm of a team who's running a rhythm-style offense. Hardest thing about this BYU team to defend? Um, you know, they're inside-out attack. You know, you, just, you can't focus so much on raking the ball out of the post because you got snipers on the perimeter. You can't be too extended on the perimeter to uh, shut down the shooters because there's such a presence in the low post. You know, if, uh, if you only go singled up on any big, he's going to find success. You know, so you do need to... Uh, come up with some kind of scheme defensively, whether that's zone or whether that's man-to-man with some additional attention from the top down. Uh, but uh, you know, the fact that they have a shooter in Hawes and and uh, you know even you know Seljaz, Seljaz is just as uh, talented shooting the ball as, as as TJ. And you know, heck, when Emery's out there, holy cow! 
All right, that's uh, Andy Partey, head coach of the Colorado College Tigers. We appreciate his uh, affability post game, and we appreciate uh, intern Tanner. Tanner Wilkinson for getting those post game comments a short time ago. Good stuff. All right, let's uh, wrap it up from tonight, uh, giving you the uh, final numbers of note, and then setting up Saturday. BYU does win tonight's game by a score of 95 to 35, outshooting the Tigers 52% to 24% from the field. BYU in all three exhibition games makes 50% or better of its shots, and none of BYU's three exhibition foes got even 40% from the field. Hopefully, uh, good signs of things to come for this 2017-18 BYU squad. Coming up three nights hence, it'll be the Cougars' regular season opener, Mississippi Valley State here at the Marriott Center. 6 o'clock pregame and a 7 o'clock tip on the network for the Cougars and the Delta Devils as we get this 2017-18 season officially underway on Saturday night. Our thanks to all those who made tonight's broadcast possible. First and foremost, we thank Cougar Nation for tuning in wherever you were or are this evening. Appreciate you being along. We thank our network manager, Dave Tingle, our coordinating producer, Dave Shook, and our control board operator, Carter Malloy. We thank BYU Radio and KSL News Radio, the sports information staffs of BYU and Colorado College, our statistician, Russ Larson, my color commentary colleague, Mark Durant, our interns tonight, Tanner Wilkinson, and Paige Hunt-Barker. For all the aforementioned, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you once again for tuning in. Final score, BYU 95, Colorado College 35. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo.